Hello and welcome to Pressing Matters, a bit of an unstructured, rambly, sometimes ranty podcast about what matters most to WordPress developers and business owners. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plugin author, website owner, and developer working with Delicious Brains. And Jack's a plugin author and runs WordPress agency made with fuel. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Pressing Matters. Uh, we're back after a short hiatus. Um, Ian's been busy moving house and I've been busy. Uh, my wife and I just had second child. So um, you you know how uh, all those things can take up all your time. But we're back now and uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about WordPress hosting. So um, it's you know a hot topic any time of the year, not specific to um, to anything right now. No specific hosting news, I think that's prompted this episode but we just thought it'd be a really good thing to do because it's something that everyone has to obviously have uh, when running a WordPress website so um, so yeah but before we get into that Ian how are you doing yeah I'm good thank you I am yeah starting work a little bit later this morning I had to make a quick trip to B&Q to get some play sand to keep the little people happy and now I'm working so yeah no all good Um, it's been yeah busy couple of weeks lots going on with work and yeah moving house and not actually moved yet but you know, deep in that process. What about yourself? Mm-hmm. Obviously, all new in your household. Yeah, all new. Learning the ropes with uh, having two children—completely different ball game. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's been that's been interesting and challenging and exciting. I had a month off for paternity, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's all been going really well actually. Everything's everything's really wonderful in that honeymoon period with having a having a baby. So that's really nice. Um, how did you find idea. the? How sorry, did you find, sorry the. Um, the month off with regards to your work and clients and did that go smoothly did you feel stressed did you you know obviously making ends meet and keeping everything ticking over but yeah no so I so kind of have a couple of things obviously I had um one bout of experience with that when I had my daughter three and a half years ago and um if you say to clients uh, my wife and I are having a baby and I'm going to be taking some time off of paternity I'm going to be taking a month off um, people love babies and they're like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, you have, have your time off. So they, I've got very supportive clients. None of them have ever been cross. I mean, you know what they're going to do <laughs> really. Yeah, um, sure. you know, I'm, I'm going to have a baby regardless. So, um, so yeah, and but you, this time nine around, months of notice to sort of say to them, look, let's not schedule some big launches in around this time. Like, yeah, you're, exactly. You're not springing yeah. on them. Yeah, no, quite. And I, and I've been quite good at like, you know, doing um, out of office and, you know, making sure people know in, in advance, you know, maybe putting in my email signature, that kind of thing. Um, this time around, um, I had a client, I've been working with the client since November, which I've, I think I mentioned on a couple of these um, episodes and lately, and I, it was like the second thing I said to them, I said, my wife and I are expecting I'm going to be off between March and April. And um, they were absolutely fine with it. So from day one, and this is before they had, you know, hired me to do anything. This is initial conversation, literally first call, second sentence out of my mouth was, that's fine, but we're doing this. Is that a deal break for you? They were fine with it. Um, and, and a lot of the time, you know, it is fine with people, I found, because it's so far in advance, you know, nine months time is quite far in advance for many people um, that they're not worried about it. They might be more worried about it when the time comes, but they're less mm-hmm. worried about it. So everything's kind of fine. The earlier you can say, the better I found. But um, yeah, just been very careful about, um, again, out of office and uh, just making sure that people know I've been on paternity or I'm going on paternity and yeah, I haven't had any problems at all really. So um, yeah, having good clients that are understanding of that kind of stuff is, is important. And like I say, everyone loves a baby. Uh, everyone loves, you know, children and newborns and stuff. So, um, you know, you, you'd be hard pressed, I think, to find someone that was a, a complete monster and said, uh, I'm not very happy about that. <laughs> it's like, well, I can't, I can't not make that happen now. Well, I guess it goes hand in hand with the whole kind of, you know, when you run your own business or you're freelancing, you get to choose your clients and it's choosing them with a certain amount of, you know, you want to work with nice people. You want to, you're nice. You want to do good work and everybody wants to work with nice people. So yeah, you're probably not going to get ogres saying, Oh no, you cannot take time off. You know, it's, it's not that kind of relationship. So, but are you good to be glad to be back all recharged now? I am. I am recharged actually. I didn't quite get some of the more kind of, there were some things I wanted to achieve whilst I was away. I said achieve, you know, things like um, do a bit of reading, have a bit of like downtime. Um, that didn't happen. That was probably naivety on my part, you know, ex- expecting that I would have a slightly more time than than I than I did. 
Um, I did manage to get some stuff done. But yeah, I came back feeling recharged. I, I came back feeling not like I'd had a holiday, um, but that I had... I, I had that oomph. I had that drive again to kind of get on with uh, with work and, and the work that I've done in the last three weeks has been really good. Unfortunately, it sort of compounded a little bit and that I've had two site launches within two weeks. That was originally two site launches within one week. And they're really, well, one of them's not that big, but the other bit, the other site is, is big. It's like 46,000 articles. So it's, they're, they're big. And the next one's going to be like three times the size of that. So it's, um, it's all it's all happening immediately after <laughs> paternity leave yeah. as opposed to kind of during. So, yeah, but it's no, it's all fine. I've definitely got that drive back, which is nice. It's good. Well, it's good to be talking again and getting another episode, um, you know, under our belts. So, what? So we're talking about hosting. Let's kick it off. Um, yeah. Obviously, this is I guess something that you touch on regularly with picking up clients and putting people on new hosting or migrating them. Um, you know, is that something that you're dealing with at the moment yeah it, it is i basically you know you, you, when you when you when you're in business or, or web design business you run the gamut of um wordpress hosts or even hosting in general and i've had clients you know that have come to me that already have a site and they're on extremely cheap hosting and they think their site is to blame but it's not necessarily it's their hosting um all the way through to um you know me setting up a site for a client from scratch and put them on really good hosting and, and never having a problem. So, and you, and you come into contact with all kinds of hosts. Um, obviously we all have our preferred ones as well and uh, you'll prefer them for different reasons. Um, but yeah, there, there's a, I've used a wide range of, of kind of, of hosts at the moment and I'm, I'm looking at, I'm always looking at hosting. I, I, I think um, it's one of those things I get the impression that most people are doing. They're always looking at their hosting. They're always considering what's better out there. And I think sometimes when it comes to hosting, everyone assumes the grass is always greener with another host, but it's, it's not necessarily. And I think especially the lower end of hosting, um, a lot of those hosts, they're all more or less the same. They just have a reskinned kind of, uh, you know, back end and, and approach to their hosting. And they might, may or may not have slightly better or slightly worse customer support, which is usually reflected in their price a bit, I find. But um, most of the time when it comes to lower end hosting, yeah, you, you get more or less the same thing and you usually get what you pay for. And it's really only until you start going kind of self-hosted, managed, semi-managed, semi-hosted. Um, and then obviously you can go up to enterprise, but for the purposes of, you know, our audience and our discussion, I think, you know, s- focusing on the managed hosting, uh, the shared hosting way through to the sort of the self-hosted kind of options is probably best. Um, but yeah, as soon as you start paying a bit more, you do get a lot more um, for your hosting as well. And something I'm looking at specifically at the moment, I've been I've been with my host for my clients for years, um, probably about oh, seven or eight years. I would have thought, you know, they've been really good. They're a really good host, um, and I haven't wanted to go anywhere else at all. Uh, and I've looked. Uh, I, I have looked at other uh, other hosts, um, and we'll go into a bit more detail. We'll name names and all that sort of stuff in a moment. But um, I'm actually looking for hosting at the moment for um, my plugin website, Better Notifications for WordPress. Um, it's, it's steadily improved over the years, but it's not quite at the um, kind of level that I want. And um, whilst we don't have uh, kind of a, a, a video version of that, I've got kind of a this is what I'm doing at the moment, <laughs> kind of working out my. Um, just the, the structure of my site uh it's just yes boxes and and lines and it's a diagram basically of just you know my entire hosting setup and and what what i want everything to do and how i'd like it to work um which is going to be better than uh what i've currently got so yeah i'm very much looking at hosting at the moment so so what does that diagram obviously for i couldn't even see that is that breaking it down to the server the sorry um, yeah server Sorry. hardware or the server software the email stuff is that like that's nothing to do with the wordpress site as such it's just everything around it's kind of everything around it so it's all the, the way from registrar. starting up yeah domain registrar and dns going through to server um getting a single email inbox um mm-hmm. then going off and having storage for like cdm backups media files you know possibly putting the cache on there um yeah. you know uh, the uh, transactional email um, and the payment processor and, you know, how we put these things on subdomains and, um, how, what everything yeah. kind of costs. And it's all kind of just, it's very scribbly at the moment. Um, but it's, it, it just gives you an idea of, it just gives me an idea, a, a visual breakdown of how all these things work and why they are, 
there and it, by putting it visually but literally putting it down on a bit of paper which is not something I've done before I literally did that yesterday quite within sort of five minutes I was able to look at it and go okay so this ties into that and so like for example the the storage the storage is um, attached to uh, the backups and the CDN and as soon as you got that you realize oh I need storage or you know I don't need storage here but I need it at my host instead at my, on my server I don't need it as a separate kind of service that kind of thing so it's helping to break it all down but that's I'm looking at all of that at the moment and and the main thing is getting that server right I think and then kind of basing all my other services off kind of around that because once I've got that setup, okay, you know, set set how I want it. It's all okay. Then, if I want to move server at a later date or move to a different supplier, then I can do that with just that one kind of part, rather than mm. saying that you know all my all my hosting, my CDN, and my DNS and my registrar and you know transactional emails all supplied by one person. I'm trying to just separate it all out, and it's fairly separate at the moment. But like I say, I'm kind of going through the process of of all of that. So it's it's good uh, to plan it out and have that like overall view. I mean, personally, I've always just kind of gone through and thought at different stages, oh, I need transactional email because it's not good to try and be sending lots of emails from your, you know, web hosting email provider. So bolt that on. Oh, need a CDN, do that. But having it planned out, I guess, is good for you because you can obviously get it right for you and understand what you're doing. And then you can then, I guess, have that more... Um, built into your offering for clients and at least you have like a plan of what you can give them and you know any questions that they'll have you know exactly um how you'll sort of map out their their whole architecture for if, if you're hosting the site for them as it were yeah absolutely i've just thought of something that wasn't on my list actually i i think um for for clarity i'll put a screen sh- uh, a picture or a screenshot of my oh, diagram in the show, in the show notes so that yeah, it makes a bit of sense because <laughs> i appreciate it sounds a bit uh random right now uh, via um audio but uh, i've just realized i've got um i use status cake to uh check my sites for uptime so that's another facet to put on here as well okay yeah yeah i use uptime robot which is free with a bit of pingdom here and there yeah, I used to use Uptime Robot. I, I found that the, uh, and we're going sidetrack, which is a classic pressing matters thing to do. Um, <laughs> if it's helpful, yeah. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> if it's helpful, it's good. Um, but yeah, I used to use Uptime Robot, but I found that it, it would say that my sites were going up and down quite a lot. And I knew that my host was rock solid. And in fact, my, my host has a, um, a, a, a pingdom status page um, for, for all of their servers. And so you know that you obviously Pingdom's reliable and it's kind of a third party kind of uh, hookup. So you know that they're not kind of faking their traffic mm-hmm. or their uptime or anything like that. They have a 99.9% uptime guarantee as well. So obviously fall below that, you get a free month. So, okay, yeah. you know, it's not in their interest to kind of, you know, do any of that anyway. So I know that they were up, but uptime Robot always said that they were going up and down and up and down. And then I moved to status cake and everything just became, kind of rock solid and mm. actually um i've been moving some sites around and sort of you know let's encrypt ssl and all that sort of stuff this morning and whilst that was all happening it was saying oh a site's gone down and it was really quick to to you know pick notice that and yeah. really quick to pick it up that it had gone up again um when it moved from https to http that kind of thing so yeah, um, yeah it, i i do find status cake is good and it is a paid service uh where uptime robot was obviously free for me personally i just found i got better results from it but yeah, yeah. Like I, I know. I know about Uptime Robot for me as well. I've been using that as it's been free, but for kind of business critical sites, um, mainly the one that sells my plugin, um, which is you know, it, it takes money, so it needs to be up, kind of thing. Um, mm. I found that it's not very Uptime Robot's not very reliable because if, if you get a database error on WordPress, WordPress will still. Um, it will still be a 200 response, but it will just be that white page with database connection error. Yes. And that's not, that's not up. That's not a helpful thing. Um, no, so absolutely critical, critical sites. I use Pingdom. We, you know, kind of nicked it from delicious brains. We, we use Pingdom for the same to check the site and Pingdom does a check of the HTML that's re- responded. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will check, you know, there is text on there that you want to, you expect to see like the checkout is up and you see um, the checkout H1 tag or whatever, or the delicious brains logo. So you know that actually, even though it's a 200 and the, and the site is up, 
it's it's doing what it should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that so makes, so that, uh, map of, that map of stuff is what you're moving to now. So you're moving better notifications, the site to a new hosting platform, I guess. So what are you choosing? What are you doing? Yeah, so I've investigated. So currently I'm on Cloudways, um, which is uh, kind of, it's like uh, the semi-managed, semi-hosted kind of um, a setup, I guess, in that it's, it's, it uses DigitalOcean, a DigitalOcean droplet. Um, and their their service in general isn't very expensive, um, but you get some support as well. So if you have any problems, then um, you know you can contact them via live chat and stuff like that. And yeah. I've always found their support to be um, very quick and very helpful. Um, and and all round, I haven't got any major complaints at all. I think it's a it's a great service. And I think if you were if you wanted a really cheap and easy way to kind of um, spin up a server and have kind of a, a backend uh, kind of account kind of view, then it's it's fine. I think it's a little more hands on than than some uh, than say a managed hosting um, or sort of shared hosting kind of a setup. But you do get that level of support, which is quite nice. And um, there are a few you know companies that do that, but. Uh, the problem I found is that there's been a few kind of not security related issues, but there's been a few things that I think are overlooked on their platform. And for me, I don't want a platform that overlooks stuff or um, kind of uh, just doesn't, do, they, they have a blanket approach. So you can run anything on it. It's not just WordPress. Obviously you can kind of do whatever mm -hmm. you want on a situation droplet. So they don't, they're not specific to anything. And I think because of that, there's no specific kind of fail safes or guards or, you know, um, checks or anything like that that go into, um, you know, the, the service. So I'm looking for something that's a little bit more um, dedicated towards WordPress. And uh, and I'm not, I'm honestly not saying this because um, you're obviously uh, work for delicious brains, but I've seriously, I'm seriously considering spin up WP at the moment, simply because it gives you a bit more ownership over your, um, your server, you know, and you can kind of take it and leave it kind of as, as you need to, if you were to start the service and leave and so on. But also, um, the, it, it's more dedicated towards WordPress. And obviously, Dig Delicious Brains has done that fantastic series of self-hosting WordPress, you know, and then this mm. kind of seems to be like a follow-on to that, almost like they put all their really amazing kind of stuff into Spin Up WP. So it's exactly, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So that's something I, I feel I can kind of. Trust. So I'm looking. I'm looking very seriously at that. Um, I am going to have to put a day aside to, you know, kind of go through, look at all my services, and kind of move things over. I'm also going to move. Like I'm on SendGrid for SES at the moment for you know transactional email. I'm going to be moving that to Amazon because it's a lot more. It's a lot cheaper, um, mm -hmm. especially as you know Twilio's just bought SendGrid and the price has gone up by like ten dollars a month or something. I like really that. haven't seen that. Yeah, I've only ever really used Mailgun and, and Amazon SES. So I've, I've not used SendGrid, but okay, so that's that's gone up in price yeah yeah good service um but yeah i think i can i can do better so i'm kind of looking at it as a holistic kind of approach to all this stuff at the moment but yeah, yeah. spin up wp looks good but I, th I think starting from the bottom though shared hosting so and, I, and i'm i'm not you know um like most things i'm not um afraid to kind of say what i use or you know keep anything kind of hidden um but i use crystal uh k-r-y-s-t-a-l which are a uk-based host i was gonna say um, yeah. And they're brilliant. I mean, there was a few hosts. I think it was, I mean, when I was looking, I was looking between just, just hosts that had good security. That was, that was my thing that I was looking for originally. Um, obviously, the price has to be right and everything, but they seem to be really good. They used to be based out of a, an XMOD nuclear bunker in the south uh, east of the UK in Kent. Um, they have since moved to sort of nearer London, I think, or in London. But um, I just thought that was really cool. I mean, you know, your your website can literally survive a uh, a nuclear blast. <laughs> and I thought, I yeah, they got my vote money. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's a hundred percent uptime right there, isn't it? That's <laughs> it is it is indeed. Yeah, uh, Pingdom might go down, but you know that your website's actually still yeah. up. <laughs> so yeah, so, so that was quite cool. Was that shared hosting with Crystal, is that right? That shared hosting. Yeah, I have a um a. a a reseller account for that and, and lots of clients on that. And I kind of have a, a C panel kind of, um, setup, um, created, um, that's a bit more tuned to WordPress as well. So I, you know, uh, how many, what kind of database they need, what kind of security that will they need? And I've got all that kind of set up in a, a C panel package. So when I create a new user within WHM, which is the thing that manages all my C panels within the reseller account, uh, I can 
essentially spin up, no pun intended there, a um, kind of a, a cPanel account for a new client um, with kind of all the bits and pieces I need for setting up WordPress quite quickly. So that that works really well. And it's good, fast hosting. You know, a lot of my um, clients are, um, are quite small and have small sites so it's more than powerful enough but if i need to i've got other packages set up as well so i can give them a bit more space or whatever and kind of charge accordingly um and then it comes with other things like um you know uh, access to well not access but i check their site with status cake and i kind of roll in um updating their sites and everything like that as well um using like a managed uh updater for wordpress core and, and all that sort of stuff so there's a there's a lot of um there's a lot more to it than just kind of a shared hosting panel and they have access to it if they want to. I, I tend to kind of deal with it all for them. And most of the time that's the kind of service that they want. Um, but I've had no complaints in like seven years of using it. So it's, and using that specific setup as well with all the checks and everything. So um, I'm pretty happy with that, but there are obviously others. There's the ones that WordPress recommends like, SiteGround, Bluehost, DreamHost are all on their website. I have no idea why WordPress mm. recommend people like Bluehost and DreamHost. Uh, I, I mean, that they are more um, you know US-based ones as well. We don't tend to really deal with Bluehost or DreamHost over here. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah, I mean, Bluehost is just one of those people that they have a very, very good affiliate um, program. So you get a lot of bloggers and people recommending them, but only uh, for the reason that they do good payouts. Um, and I'm guilty of that as well. And I'd imagine that the reason why WordPress have always had them top of the WordPress hosting or web hosting page is some form of business relationship because, you know, they're, mm. they're not, I don't think they're best in show or, you know, it's purely business based, I believe, and you know, my opinion, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I guess, yeah, we, in the UK, we're only going to be touching hosting that's either very, very well known and international and US based, or we'll go to UK hosting. I don't, you know, I mean, I used to host with a, a UK company as well before sort of moving off to doing my own hosting or self-hosting. Um, and and well, we're the meetup that I run locally. To me, the WordPress meetup is sponsored by Thirty Four SP dot com, which are Mm -hmm. uh, Manchester UK hosting company and yeah I mean they're a managed WordPress host so I'm not sure I don't think they do shared hosting as such um no because that, I, that I was a question them. I had yeah oh sorry you go so, sorry no I was just gonna say I, I use them and I met them when I spoke at WordCamp Bristol a couple of years ago and they're really nice people they they are they're, they're really good and they're really good with like the community sponsorship and stuff they're they're a nice company to deal with I did have a yeah. I did try them for my website and I had a problem with them which kind of put me off but it shouldn't put off other people because it was a one-time issue that they fixed but it was enough to put me off you know kind of using them for the long term but actually I think that decision was okay because I'm moving towards a different kind of setup like I say it's less managed more self-hosted kind of thing but sorry yeah carry, do carry That's on right. and, and as you mentioned Word, um, WordCamp Bristol WordCamp Bristol is in May this year, 18th to 19th, and tickets are available. So I'm sure we'll put a link in the show notes about that. So to your local UK WordCamp, and I know we have got quite a few UK listeners, so if you're in Bristol and the surrounding areas, go check that out. Absolutely. Um, Bristol's a really nice place. Yeah, I mean, 34sp.com, they are, they are good. I haven't used them myself. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're very security-focused. Obviously, they've got um, their WordPress lead, Tim Nash, is a big security and performance guy. So... It, mm that kind of gives me a lot of faith. Um, but going back to the shared hosting stuff, your shared hosting or your reseller account, is that shared amongst only your clients or is it shared hosting within crystal? So you still, your clients could be next door to somebody else that's not, not, not related to you, or is it just a dedicated VPS that you can resell off? Yeah, it's not a VPS. It's essentially, yes, it's shared, shared hosting within shared hosting, essentially, but it's not one of these ones that's completely crammed and abused, which is why I chose in the first, one of the reasons why I chose in the first place. Um, yeah. I'm not a huge advocate for shared hosting in any capacity. However, um, for clients and, you know, being able to offer a good price and and good quality hosting that's the thing if you find a good quality shared host then that's that's great um 
but I found that it's been really, really good. And like I say, I've had no issues at all, no slowdowns, no, um, you know, white screens, you know, nothing like that that would, that would, um, demonstrate that there is a uh, they've crammed too many people onto one server because I, I'm not interested in that at all um, there is yeah. a place for shared ho- I mean there's a place for cheap hosting there's a place for shared hosting like I've got um, which I think you know the vast majority uh, to be honest with you of um, you know single uh, person businesses or self-employed or freelancers however you want to put it a small agencies they put their clients on those kinds of hosting plans and it's only until you get slightly bigger I think you get sort of four five six person companies you start looking at VPSs and self-managing things and having clients all with their own little bit on a VPS um, or even, you know, self-hosting like on SpinUpWP and DigitalOcean and so on. Yeah. I, I think that's perfectly normal, you know, way to go. And as long as, you know, you're doing it right and you're not, you know, doing it for, you're not charging people plenty of money, you're paying really low costs and it's also a really low value you know, low um, spec kind of shared hosting that you're on, then, you know, that's fine. It's it, yeah. those kinds of web design companies are ones that you should probably avoid anyway, you know. This episode is sponsored by WP App Store. Subscribe for free for the best deals in WordPress, plugins, themes, and hosting at WPAppStore.com. Yeah, I think it totally depends on the um, the site as well, because if, you, you know, if, if you're going to shared hosting, purely because you want a, a bigger margin to charge onto your client and the client has a site that is very very simple and with a bit of page caching or, or a caching plugin then there's not going to be any performance issues but as soon as you, you put anything that's going to scale and have some issues it's going to be a much more of a headache for you if you try and shoehorn them onto shared hosting um, just because you want to try and eke out that margin of you know charging more money to the client but if they suddenly, you know, have a, a high traffic website or they've got an e-commerce site that is having problems with regards to performance, then you're just creating a headache for yourself. So, yeah, it's deal with the hosting as it's appropriate for the site, I guess, which is yeah. you've got different offerings when you need to put them for a bigger space or whatever. Or, um, yeah, I think that's the thing with um, with self-hosted. It, you, you can especially spin up is designed at least with you know performance in mind and scalability in mind which is good um and that's something that it's it's nice to kind of even if your client isn't necessarily um you know a high traffic website that's gonna um go down under a lot of strain but even if you're a small site you know that you're gonna have a blazing fast site whatever um, which isn't necessary to a shared hosting, but obviously different hostings and, you know, everyone's mileage may vary there, but yeah. Um, it should, so it should be said actually that my, my own website, mayweathfuel.com is on this exact same hosting plan that I put my clients on. Mm. Uh, Cause, and, and, and I trust my own website to it. So if, if I do that, then that's a bit of a, you know, uh, an indication of, of the quality of it, you know, it's a bit of a, you know, uh, I'm yeah. setting an example. So yeah, and I and I never have any problems. You know, I have caching, but all, all my clients have caching. So yeah, are you planning to to move clients off Crystal then, or are you staying where they are and then you moving your your personal site assets and moving those around and getting a feel for for where you could move other thing people to in the future? Yeah, no, I have no intention of leaving Crystal and the sort of the shared hosting setup that I've got like I said, I'm, I'm really happy with it it's really just my plugin site um, which obviously has a higher volume of traffic and you know more going on and you know has to send a lot of email out you know whether that's um, you know payment renewals or you know um, uh, receipts and invoices and all those sorts of things you know it's, it's got a lot of transactional email I say a lot of transactional email it's, it's not it's like four or five hundred emails a month kind of thing but it's uh, it's got that which is more than shared hosting will probably handle well um and yeah the speed of it that you know they're having that accessibility from all areas of um the globe as well uh you know a bit of a faster speed you know using like a cdn or something they're all things i want to do and i also want to build those things into scale as well now so that because i expect and you know plan to grow that business so Mm. if um if i get that kind of in 
correctly now, then it should uh, bode well for me later on. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's really only that that I'm doing. Uh, that, to start off with, again, was on this shared hosting. And the only reason I moved it is because um, I was able to kind of start looking at the cost of it all and kind of improve things here and there um, every once in a while. So, yeah, I, I'm sure it'd be absolutely fine on my shared hosting as well. I'm just trying to make sure that I've got this thing set up to grow, like I say. Yeah. So is cost a factor? Because obviously, you know, there are, um, you know, the managed WordPress hosts, the, the, the big kind of hosts going, you know, WP Engine, um, Kinsta, even going up to Pagely for the, the bigger uh, sort of enterprise sites, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got SiteGround and, and people in between. But for the kind of important sites, and I guess, you know, better notifications it is important to you because it's got the payment stuff and it's, you know, it's a driving part of your business. Have you considered a managed host for, for it or, you know, because of the way you are and maybe if cost is a factor, is that why you're going down the self-hosted route? Yeah, I have looked at managed hosting. It it is a a larger cost, um, I think, and you don't necessarily get as much for your money um they do a really good job obviously of looking after you and making sure you've got good support I mean, the client i'm working on at the moment for example um use wp engine for all their wordpress sites they've got an enormous account they must have one of their kind of enterprise level accounts um i don't get to see all of that i've just got you know like the developer user roles kind of or whatever it is mm-hmm. the, the sort of limited user roles in wp engine to sort of deal with the sites they set up for me but um it, that WP Engine, brilliant managed host, absolutely superb, no complaints whatsoever. Lots of clients on them, very fast, great support, never had any problems. You know, again, with all these things, your mileage may vary, but in my opinion, WP Engine, really good. I've also used Flywheel, and that's been really good as well. Um, they're very quick, very helpful, nice people, lovely design. Um, they make local by Flywheel as well. You know, for running. Um, development sites on your mac and uh i've used that um and that's really good i don't use flywheel for any of my hosting i have done for other clients and you know clients i've taken on and kind of you know left again afterwards that kind of thing but um that's really good and local by flywheel also syncs up with flywheel as well so you can kind of pull down and push up kind of you know your site within the app which is quite good never used it but it looks like a good feature um and then you've got yeah lots and lots of other ones. I have been slowly compiling a list of all the managed hosts I come across. Every, if, every now and again, if I can come across one, I'll kind of put it in a bookmark and, and check it out at some point. Um, but there's loads, you know. I, I would say that it's probably only a handful of really good ones um, and that the, the remaining ones are, you know, they look like they're managed WordPress hosts, but they're actually not. They're doing something else you know they've got vps's and they've kind of got almost like a spin up wp kind of situation but um they're hiding it more you know spin up wp they say exactly what they are what they're doing you know you're using us for management you know of your servers and stuff and you know this is how you can do it but um other ones not not entirely sure i can't think of any examples right now that's what i had a question about cloudways because i'd seen that a while ago and um like i got a, a list of ho- or um, a blog post of comparing hosting and stuff on WPAppStore.com, which was mm-hmm. the feature of Cloudways. And I, when I looked at it, I wasn't too sure how does it deal with, is it your DigitalOcean account? Is it your droplet or is it theirs? What's the... Well, it's not theirs. I, I, pay, I pay for it, but I don't have access to it. Uh, oh, right. Do you watch? So, I mean, I do have access to obviously I can SSH in and all that sort of stuff. You know, obviously I have access, access, but I don't have ownership, I guess. So if right. I want to take that droplet somewhere else, like to, uh, okay. you're, you're locked I wouldn't in. Be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So do that's you think like, that's a bit of a thing. stuff on the tro- same droplet. Do you think it's crammed or? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm paying for an individual droplet. You know, it's, as far as I know, I'm not sharing a droplet or anything like that. Um, hmm. I'm sure I could have a good look around and. I'd be surprised if there isn't some, you know, crafty developer somewhere that's, you know, had a good look around, um, see what's kind of in there. But yeah, as far as I know, it's all, it's all pretty good. Um, mm. Like I say, I, I do like them. I use them for um, a couple of, a couple of clients as well. And, you know, I have no complaints really. And they're a good go between, I think for a lot of this stuff where if you want, you know, kind of a bit of um, support. Um, I do notice that spin up WP do, if you want support, then you can contact them you don't know how to address that one um to uh to kind of 
you know, if you need support for your server as well, then you can contact them and, and kind of talk about that. Do you know anything about that? Do you know how that kind of works? Is it just kind of a, they work out a uh, price based on what, how risky you think you're going to be as a client or? Um, no, I mean, you know, it's, it's part of the delicious brains that I'm not fully working on in terms of the app and the support side of stuff. Um, and we, we do list on our, there's a comparison page of all the different, because we, you know, we're kind of one of many Cloudways being this similar Laravel Forge and Server Pilot. Um, Server a comparison. Pilot, that's the one I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah, there's a comparison page, which is spinupwp.com slash compare. And we do provide, we, we've got WordPress plugin developers, you know, in the team and we do handle support. So there is um, a certain amount of support there. I mean, it's obviously not the same as a managed WordPress host, which, you know, my site goes down or um, I've got a white page or whatever, and you can instantly reach out to WP Engine and you know you're going to get hand-holded through it because you pay that for it. Um, mm -hmm. So there is a difference there. Um, I, I think it's something that, you know, will change and evolve as we grow and as it scales as well. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's definitely... It's, it's definitely aimed at people who, you know, they've either maybe gone through that hosting series of blog posts um, and, you know, had dipped toe in the water of, of, you know, provisioning a server manually and thinking, well, this is quite good because actually, you know what you're getting. It's pretty good. It's cheap. And uh, it's exactly what I did, you know, the, the, after Ash wrote those articles and, um, and I needed to set up a new site somewhere else. And I, I thought I was using server pilot actually for some stuff. Okay. Um, but it was a bit funky. There was like, they have their own build of Nginx on there, which wasn't very easy when I started to add let's encrypt back in the day. Um, yeah, I've heard that. So I, you know, following that tutorial and, and creating, you know, buying a droplet from DigitalOcean that's completely bare with just Ubuntu on it and then building it out, following a tutorial of, you know, install this, install that, configure this. Oh, you've now got like a very, very secure and fast server. And here's how it is to add WordPress sites. That was great. But I'm quite lazy and like <laughs> trying to, you know, adding more sites after more sites, there's still manual steps there because, you know, it's a, it's a manual guide to how to do it yourself. So spin up WP is literally like I am the A A1 customer for the, for this product because it does what I want. It, you know, the hosting side of it, the cost. I don't want full on support, but I also just want to do one click, you know, provision a server, choose some options, bam, it's done. Add a new site, clone a repo from Git because all my sites are, you know, in version control. And 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 then deploy the site. And anytime I push to master, it will deploy a new version of the site. And so stuff like that is just dreamland for me because, you know, I don't have to go back to that tutorial series. I don't have to go back to my scribbled down notes of what I did when I was setting up the server. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and even things like now, we've just added backups to it. So it will do database, daily database backups, daily um, site backups, and you can exclude folders, include folders or whatever. So it's, yeah, it's more peace of mind than I've ever had when I've self-hosted through a very, very manual route. Um, so yeah, uh, but support is it will be an interesting one going forward. I think it depends mm. on the kind of customer base. I mean, but there is, you know, there is some start. Yeah, I mean, you touched on an interesting thing there, and in that if you were to, you know, follow the Delicious Brains hosting setup series, um, which even if you're you know, any listeners, if, even if you're not, you know, good at servers or, or kind of any of that stuff, it's so well put together and so easy to understand that it kind of gets you started on the, on the path to understanding how some of these things kind of get put together and how a server kind of functions, I thought, which is quite yeah. nice. Um, even if you, yeah, so if you don't appreciate, you know, everything that goes into it, give it a go. It, it'll cost no money. I mean, it might cost about $5, you know, to spin up a digital droplet and then you just drop it again afterwards if you don't want it. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just learn that's just such a cheap thing to do um but you you touched an interesting thing by having something like spin at wp which is like a bit more of a not managed but you know sort of like a what do i call it it's sort of like a self semi-managed semi-self-hosted yeah, yeah yeah that kind of thing um it it, it 
keeps things up to date for you. So you don't have to kind of go in and keep things updated um, as well. So if you want, you know, WPCLI and uh, Nginx and, you know, PHP and MySQL and all that sort of stuff, you want to keep that up to date, that those kinds of services will do it for you, you know, and, uh, and I know Cloudways is the same. So um, it's, that's, that's a very helpful thing to do. It's a good go between, but yeah, there, there, there will be a certain amount of support. And I think, you know, Cloudways, it appeals to more people and there's kind of a lo- lower entry level of cost as well. It's, it's, you know, it's almost, it's better than a VPS in my book, you know, um, but at the same time, it's, it, it appeals to a broader range of people. So I think there's probably going to be a lot more support. Um, but someone like, you know, uh, spin up WP, the kinds of people that you'll probably have as customers, I would imagine require less support. So, um, it's not going to be as, uh, you know, as, as I, I can't imagine the level of support that you'll require is going to be, uh, that they'll require that they'll request from you is going to be great to be honest with you, even if you, in, you were to include it, but I don't know that might open the floodgates you see for all people that would say, we need the support as well, you know, so you're never quite sure, I think, on that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, we, you know, we've been talking about spin up WP a lot and the delicious brain stuff. And obviously, yes, you know, full disclosure, I work for deliciousbrains.com, but this is the kind of thing that I was would do as a WordPress developer, as a WordPress site owner anyway. Um, and, and going back to what you said about the whole, um, the, the hosting yourself, um, tutorial series it does make things so simple like I'm far from a server person and mm-hmm. I'm still finding my way around the CLI um, but that made it very easy for me to just to get started and um, you know provision a server and and make it a, a lot less scary and now that now you kind of you take you pull back that curtain and you think ah it's actually it's not that hard to get a, a you know a fast um, and secure and performance server for your site. So why am I paying a lot for hosting? And, you know, mm. at the back end of last year, I think after following those tutorials, I moved so many sites off um, a server that I was paying excessive amounts for, for a sort of a dedicated VPS with cPanel um, and other things on just so I could get the speed, but also have support. But it, it was a lot of money. Um, and I kind of haven't looked back really. So, yeah, I'm obviously we are talking about spin up WP a lot, but it's something that you know I'm using. Sounds like you're about you're considering using, and it is it's good service. Um, it's yeah, good. I mean, it's very much on my mind. I was looking at it yesterday, um, and obviously you've got some um, inside in not inside information, but you know you're kind of inside of that. So it's 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 helpful to talk that through. But it, it's one of those places that's a good go between because it's not it's not shared hosting, but it's almost as cheap as, uh, it's not managed hosting where it's, uh, you know, can be too expensive, not, not, not too expensive. You get what you pay for with all these things, but it's, uh, you don't require that overhead of support and things. Then there's that as well. Um, and then, you know, you, you just want to have a bit more control and, you know, an idea of costs and all that sort of stuff. It just, it's a good kind of middle ground in terms of performance and cost, I think. So, uh, but that's why play, things like spin up WP and Cloudways have come into existence where before, like I say, you would you basically go to your hosting provider and get a VPS and have to kind of set it up yourself and that kind of thing. Um, you know, so it's, there, there's this new kind of frontier, I think of hosting coming in there. Um, yeah. And uh, and it you know takes the pain away out of complete self-hosting it on you know things like um, Amazon uh, you know and I've heard that's a bit of a nightmare as well if it that's not for the faint of heart I think to get all those kind of um, different services all kind of working together I've heard that Amazon can be quite tricky and hosting you know, on not, EC2 is hard yeah. yeah I mean it doesn't make it's not made easy by the fact that Amazon's AWS console is just a horrendous um, landscape it's so hard to navigate and find stuff. Um, yeah, and that's why you know, as you said, it's a new frontier because cloud hosting is so much cheaper because of people like DigitalOcean, and they are. It looks nice and it's easy to use, um, and it's not complicated, and you can just have a droplet run in for five dollars a month. I mean, and that is a you know a dedicated VPS for you, which is yeah. when you consider sort of ten years ago how expensive a dedicated VPS would have been for for a, a big host then yeah it's it's completely lowered the barrier to to entry of this kind of hosting yeah absolutely 
yeah and then obviously you can go to you know Linode or DigitalOcean or whatever yourself as well and do the other the other people it's not just Amazon obviously um and then you've got at the high end obviously you've got things like WordPress VIP I think Pantheon do an enterprise level host uh, hosting kind of plan like I say WP Engine but you do an enterprise level kind of thing um you know that's completely different thing altogether and to be honest I've got no experience with any of those things and I don't know anyone that's had any experience with uh, WordPress VIP actually either um, have you have you ever come across anyone that's had no that I mean uh, only just you know knowing the kind of clients that they have like you know the, the is it News UK or the the, the big um, I think it was um, I want to say Wall Street Journal but I might be wrong there I'm just gonna have a quick look um, yeah it's it's massive sites isn't it and massive companies that need that kind of stuff I mean we we don't I don't touch stuff like that and and obviously your clients aren't like that either and yeah it's it's a different it's a different level for definite but I mean you know we we self-host our our own deliciousbrains.com which has quite a lot of traffic and quite a lot of um you know WooCommerce transactions going through it and we self-host it with no problems so yeah. it definitely you know you don't necessarily always need um the big enterprise cost and the big enterprise um, stack of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, cost is not a, a you know a defining factor of quality at all. No. You know, and that could be said for anything, not just WordPress hosting. I, I just had a look. It was New York Post, not um, okay, yeah, or whatever it is that I said. But yeah, there's quite a lot here. Spotify, People, Microsoft, uh, TED, Dow Jones Variety, Time, Facebook, Hachette, the book people uh quartz yes there's some really big cnn lots of big people on wordpress vip the only actually the only experience i've had with vip and i've just remembered this is that um i had a client who no i had someone who was it who was it came to me forbes forbes came to me and they used my plugin and they said we're on vip we want to use your plugin on vip but vip have very very strict uh mm. kind of you know, controls over what plugins they allow. And we spoke to the VIP team, which were really helpful, actually, really nice people, and uh, basically said what it is that we needed to do um, to kind of get it all working. And, you know, we went through and looked at all the code for the plugin as well, made sure that everything was, um, you know, again, slightly more strict. So uh, certainly up until about, I think, 1.6 of my plugin, on 1.7.3 now, um, 1.6 of my plugin, it was VIP kind of level quality of code which is good um it might be now still you know there was very few changes that actually needed to be made which was good but um the main thing that they won't allow is sending out email from their servers it all has to be transactional and as i don't have a transactional element to my uh plugin as in you can't say uh my, my plugin basically says hey wordpress send out these emails so wordpress does it through wp mail um and then in turn, that kind of does it through PHP mail usually on your server, unless you set up like an SMTP plugin, which will, you know, take control of that and send it out via SMTP and disable, well, not disable WP mail, but disable PHP mail and kind of use SMTP for your site. It'll hook um, into it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't have that functionality built in. And because I didn't, it wasn't allowed on VIP, but it wouldn't take a lot of effort at all to make sure that, you know, my plugin was VIP friendly. But they are... I'm just trying to remember. There was all kinds of things like checks they have to do on the the, the plugin. Loads of security kind of things they run it through. There was a uh, like if you uh, they have control over like all the version numbers and everything. Uh, so if there was ever an issue, they downgrade it for everybody like instantaneously. So it's, they're really hands on with their kind of management of plugins and stuff that you've got running on uh, you know their VIP platform. So it sounds really good, um, mm. and and yeah, obviously run by the people that you know kind of you know, the best, the best parts of WordPress, I guess. So, um, yeah, it sounds, it sounds Im impressive, but I think it was starting at like $2,000 a month or something like that. It was wow. quite a lot. Um, but yeah, That's, that sounds, that sounds really bizarre though. You're the issue around transactional email because you are not, an, your plugin is not a email plugin as in it doesn't, it's not sending emails via different methods. It's just enhancing WordPress's emails, and so if they've got, if they've got a site on WordPress VIP, you would imagine they will be using a transactional email plugin like SendGrid or Mailgun or SES or whatever 
So why would you build that into? That's bizarre. If you're sending emails through WP Mail, then that is handled by any transactional plugin they have already. Like, yeah. The only thing I can think of is that they don't, and they expect you to bring your own. They don't have any facility for that. Hmm. But then every every WordPress site sends emails anyway. So bizarre. I know. Anyway, side note. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I'm sure it's great as a service, though. I'm sure you know. Obviously, there's some very big companies you know trusting it so that's uh, that's something but um yeah i'm just trying i'm trying to think if there's anything like obviously there's loads of managed hosts and loads of you know people shared hosting and everything we could talk about you know um don't think it's worth mentioning GoDaddy. you know <laughs> you know it's not worth worth mentioning all of them um but yeah I'd be, I'd be interested to know what everyone else uses for for hosting as well and and why you like it you know if there's any that i've mentioned or you know we've mentioned that you don't like or you you know would give a two thumbs up you know or anything like that too uh, because you've had a great experience or something i'd be really interested to know what that's like and and i'd be interested to know if there's any any that are like, like the underdogs somewhere that you know that that no one that people know about but they're they're not talked about that much um so for example everyone everyone mentions wp engine and like flywheel and all that sort of stuff and liquid web is you know they advertise a lot and SiteGround and GoDaddy and you know DigitalOcean but are there any others are there any that we're we're missing because we're we are arguably we are touching on the most popular ones here and um yeah I'm not sure if any of this episode has been helpful whether it's just been a ramble in fact mm. I am promising the audience right now that I will record a new voiceover for the beginning of each episode probably starting from this one, explaining that our Pressing Matters episodes are general rambles and chats, in, you know, impromptu kind of chats that will segue and go off in different directions. So if you're all right with that, I will... Keep, keep listening, yeah. Keep listening. Please keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, going back to what you're asking our, our listeners, I'm interested in knowing if anyone's got a big client you know, in terms of scale, in terms of exposure, in terms of really wanting to make sure it's properly looked after, where do you go for that kind of VIP level? You know, what's your what's your enterprise kind of um, host of choice? So yeah, do let us know. Yeah, but yeah, should we wrap it up? We I should. My estate agent is calling me, so yeah, it's he's uh, <laughs> outside knocking on the door. Yeah. It's moving day. I didn't realize. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Great. Well, uh, yes, normal service will resume in a couple of weeks again for another episode. And yeah, I will, uh, I'll speak to you soon, Ian. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, nice chat. Take care, folks. Bye. Bye.